Hey, what goes great with Liberty, guys? Alcohol. But what's second best? Coffee. You nailed it. We got a brand new Morning Roar line of coffee through Anarcho Coffee, which you can find at lionsofliberty.com forward slash coffee. But... Even better, if you're a Pride member at the $10 level or up, you get 15% off every order. That's on top of all the other great content you get. Conspiracy Corners, Degenerate Gamblers, Do Nothing Man episodes. And not only that, but you'll also get access to the Legion of Liberty Doom. So join today at patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty. Welcome to Electric Liberty Land, here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. Let's do this recording. We're good. We're good. I mean, I have to turn my mic down because I'm a loud no, I think motherfucker. I think your mic is just fine. Is your it? Okay. Is you're fine. right where you need to be. Okay, cool. All right, it actually records. This thing's so good, it will record... Three separate audio tracks that you can adjust independently when mm. you're done. That's like me at an orgy. So That's why they call me So Good McWilliams. I can adjust on the fly and make everybody <laughs> come out just fine. I love every time you say something, I'm thinking there's more editing to do. Uh, no, no, there's oh, no this editing. Is all going in. Oh, yeah. Bonus. I don't think you understand the content. So, guys, so welcome to Electric Liberty Lands, Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking oh, Liquor. Wait, can we restart that? No. There's no restarting, Michael. Hang on. Say it again. Libertarians in. Libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. Drinking, all right. That's what we're doing here, gentlemen. And I'm here, you've already heard a couple of the voices. I'm here with Jason Stapleton of the Jason Stapleton program. Have him drinking in here. Jason, tell the crowd about yourself in 30 seconds or less. What are you drinking? Why are you here? Why do you love liberty and well, alcohol? I, I like I like Guinness. That's what I drink. And uh, I'm here because somebody said, do you want to come do a podcast and drink at the same time? And those <laughs> seem like easy. those are two pretty cool things. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and and Michael, Mike told me that there was going to be nudity. So, well, that's um, going to be that's just that, going to be me. I hate that's to just you pop that bubble. But, yeah, yeah that's well, going to be me a little bit later. I did wear some tight, tight pants tonight, though. You can see I'm already kind of kind of bulging. Nude. I can see your your calf. Yeah. Well. That's well, yeah. I mean, I, I try I, when I wear long pants. I it's tell ladies that is just have, the tip of I'm my not, dick I'm down I'm not going to lie. For a man, you have got very nice legs. Thank you. Know, I used to. Okay, fun story. Hold on. Let me just introduce Michael, then I'll tell you a fun story yeah. about my my beautiful dancers' legs. All right. Also with us tonight on Electric Liberty Lands, Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor is the one and the only Michael Bolden from the Tenth Amendment Center. Michael, welcome. Hi. All right. Oh. Is that it? That was. <laughs> I'm here because I didn't have to leave my apartment. That's true. We are squatting here. <laughs> this is actually a pretty good room for recording in. You've got this thing set up nice. This is a good room for recording podcast and murder. Those are the two things well, it's best for. Well, you saw the locker no, in the living room. Oh, my God. Yeah, the the locker in Michael's fucking apartment. It is, it's got some sort of, it's like, you ever see True Detective series, like the first season of True Detective I'm at HBO? I'm trying to figure out how this is related to your calves. Uh, uh, oh, I'll get back to that. Okay, but full circle. The, the the deer antlers sticking out of that locker make it look like it's just full of skin deers and and. Yeah, you know, scrotums. It's but- technically a perch for my two parrots that are sleeping in the second bathroom. Oh, okay. So we have to keep it down for the parrots. Anders. Okay. All right. So about my calves and my beautiful. Da- there you go. For for your people, get these gams. Get these gams. Pa- Come on, Jason. I'm, I'm showing these there legs off. Beautiful <laughs> legs for a man. Um. So I worked at a place called Sesame Place, which was a theme park or is a theme park back in Pennsylvania, outside of Philly, for Sesame Street. 
right? You guys familiar with it? Of course you are. So this place, Sesame Street, Sesame Street like the chi- the kids Did show, you, Big Bird listening? and Elmo, etc. Not really. I was watching. I was watching my own. Should recording. we have them restart this? For what, what reason? What, let's let's start, do the intro to the podcast again. Yeah, let's, let's do another take. Let's start it from the top. No. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> no. We're not doing any of that. No, there's no editing here. I know you're. I know the game you're trying to do. There's no editing here. This is an LALDL. All right. Not doing shit. There's no oh, editing, cow, cursing, continue, continue. racial slurs on the, the president. Tell us more about your legs. It's so <laughs> you, interesting. You wanted to hear this story. So I was at Sesame Place, and uh, we had to go on these leotards for this. I just did the float, right, for the parade. And uh, I had this leotard on because I was in one of the characters. He had dressed like a black leotard, like a stage guy. You know? saying, can you still say retard? Uh, yeah. Well, leotard, like a, oh. like a retarded lion. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in this leotard. What's and, funny uh, is that your stand-up is so bad. And yet when you're here, it's so good. Oh, he's great when he's sitting. Yeah, yeah, that's really the key to it. But anyway, the, all the the female dancers there looked at me in the leotard, and they were just uh, amazed at these beautiful dancers' legs I possess. So, uh, my wife doesn't listen to these podcasts much. Ladies of Liberty, if you're out there and you want a piece of the old McWilliams, we're going to be at Pork Fest. The Lions, Jason Stapleton, also going to Pork Fest, and yes, we were talking about this earlier because Michael, he's up in the air. He may go, he may not go. But we were talking about how Pork Fest is. Like you have to have hire like a Sherpa guy to get out in the middle of nowhere. You got to flag down a van and give seven blowjobs and and four uh, you know pot brownies to somebody True to get story. out there. And I was the keynote speaker at Pork Fest Ten when I had to do all that you described. It's come a, come a long way since then. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing it week. One. I don't even think they have that on the website anymore. They just skipped the year. It's like on a, on a hotel where they skipped the 13th floor. That was Bolden's year keynoting. I was a backup. <laughs> I was called the week before. Hey, can you substitute? That's all there is to the story? That's the whole story. Jesus Christ, man. You're, you you're told like, the rest of it how to get there, actually. You're like the straight man here. Well, we're, I mean, we're talking about it is just... Yeah, it is a real bitch because you got to fly into Boston and you rent your car. Then good luck, though, trying to drop that car off like there. Rico and I, uh, we got our car, drove out, had to drop it off in this podunk town in the middle of nowhere, which is still 40 minutes from Porkfest because Porkfest itself is by nothing, which is, I guess, the point of it. Right. You, you're left the fuck alone in the middle of the woods with a bunch of guys and girls and drug mostly guys guys and girls and drugs and guns and hang on we need to we need to fix this lady problem that we have there well really you're the, that's why we're bringing you in today uh, big boss i okay, don't think ladies. pork fest has the normal lady problem that you might be familiar with there are more women there than most events i will say that. yes yeah by far yeah Really, Stapleton, make your really, pitch. it's it's a it's a libertarian event, and there's a ton of women there. Come on, be <laughs> calling yourself a libertarian is like chick repellent. They They're identify like, as women. Just, Clearly, it's not a real libertarian no. event. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's the, that's the real litmus there would test. Be no ladies there. <laughs> Let me the, see. Well, secondly, if you want to have women at an event, you don't hold it in the middle of bumfuck Egypt yeah. where nothing's there, yeah. and some chick's got to come out and either sleep in a tent or be weirded out by you know yeah. all the creep that will go to a four or five day camp. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you see the bands they had this year, though? No, I haven't seen the bands. Well, last year, was, Eric July played with Backwards. Right that was cool. That was the whole bit. That was a, Oh, there's no bands this year? 
There's just is nothing. It, it's a guy with spoons. Well, if it was like oh, a, they brought the they brought the guy with spoons back. If it was a, like a festival <laughs> and it was just like like, like Molly and you know yeah. and, and and techno music, you'd probably get a ton of chicks to I, come out. Look, I can't say whether or not there will or not be a Molly or any other hard drugs there. I will say that <laughs> they weren't there last year. Not that I would know or asked as many times as I could, as many people I could ask. <laughs> But it seemed like there was a dearth of it, and I agree that could have something to do with the hot chick turnout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't. I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm going just because the last time, la- the reason I decided to go was I saw all the pictures from last year with Johnny and you oh, and yeah. Mark all out there. And Johnny I was like, and his I, bright like, red how face. I, how? Yeah. Well, Johnny <laughs> can so Johnny drunk. can drink a little bit. He can drink. He can't drink as much as the lions. And- <laughs> I can tell you that. I can tell you that straight up. But I was looking at it, going, "Man, why didn't I go last year?" So that's that's why I'm doing it. That's why I'm going is because I just don't want to miss out on the party. That's well, honestly we got to guilt Johnny or uh, Johnny Rocket Adams, of course, from the uh, what is he? God, I'm blanking on the name now. Johnny Rocket Podcast, John, not the Johnny the launch, launch Pad. No, launch, the launch, 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 pad, launch pad, pad. No, media. I always think the old name, and but I have to remind started, myself the new he's name. He's actually doing quite a bit, and I started a media be, company, and he's yeah. trying to put something legit together, yeah. and he's he's. Just got married, right? Yeah, I just got married. He, well, that's his excuse yeah. for not going to Pork Fest. It only took him. What is he like sixty? So yeah, I think yeah, he looks. A, he looks a solid he, seventy, <laughs> but I think he's he's a he's a good looking eighty. There's <laughs> only one married person in this room. That that is true. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's true. I'm the only I'm the only statist here that went down that path currently. Yeah, do not have the, the we do not have the approval paperwork. Well, what did you have? Your fucking parakeets marry you? They what do, do you have out there? No, we just we just live together. I mean, you and the birds. You and the birds. You and the birds. You and your partner. I mean, what's, what's, the, what's the difference? Is she she shows up every night? She doesn't sleep around. You don't sleep around. Right. Or I maybe mean, you do. Are we still well, talking about the birds? What I'm saying is we're talking about the birds. What I'm saying is what's the difference? <laughs> That's the, the between living yeah. with somebody and being married. Like, well, we just don't have nothing. that paperwork, right? Right. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Like Brian does. You don't get the discount from the state. I would love it if the state kicked in the door as you're as you're fucking can I see your papers? I brought my coupon, my marriage <laughs> license. I get 20% off oh. like AARP. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. usually, that's actually most marriages. You get 20% off. That's all you get to see of nudity after a couple of years. But yeah. bum bum See, sitting down. Hilarious. Wait, did we start already? Yeah. Yep. This is, oh, no, should I do the intro again? That one, same one. Over I'll do the intro over. one more time. Um, okay, so all we're right. shooting the shit, but we can talk about... Some topics. Do you guys have anything top of mind you want to talk about? Because I have some shit, as I mentioned earlier, we could get into preordained. But if you got something top of the mind you want to talk about, it's libertarian. We could do it. This is your world, boss. Yeah, is there so, some oh, kind of, is you there another some funny kind of story? Infighting drama story? we can talk <laughs> is that about. Why you said That's that? Why I said oh, it. fucking Stapleton. <laughs> He's fucking calling back my own stories to me. I told that story to a friend of mine. Oh, wait. Well, let me tell the story. Yeah, Hold was, on. Yeah. It's, yeah, we uh, still say it back and forth to each other. It's fucking hilarious. I'm not, I'm old, I think you've, you've even heard this. So, yeah, I do public relations for a living. I used to work for uh, a company where we represented Robert Evans, the big film producer, and he's friends with Jack Nichols. So, not not Nicholas, Nicholson. Uh, so I'm at a party at Robert Evans' house, whatever he called it. I, there's some special name for the house he has in the fucking hills. And I'm uh, my duties are done, and I'm pretty fucking drunk because it's open bar walking around i swear to god craig kilborn wanted to punch me in the face uh so but guess who's working now craig me (laughs) you fucking hack (laughs) so anyway i'm walking through this little kitchen and there's like a door on one side door on the other side and uh just stumbling through and i come to the doorway and right there is jack nicholson 
And I'm just so kind of drunk and dumb and young and I'm not used to, you know, I'm just kind of standing there. We both sit there for a minute looking at each other. And I'm not really thinking that hard of who Hang it on, is. Are, like, I were, recognize you, were you in awe? Like, did you run? Because I got to tell I, you, if I had awe. run in, I love Jack. So uh, if, I I had, if I had stumbled into him on my way through the kitchen to the living room, I'd just be <laughs> like, what the, what, what? I was too drunk to do that. Okay, all right. I was, I was just to the drunkest drunk point so where I was just like, like, I was just like, like oh. It was kind of like, what do we do now? Yeah, what, what you yeah were, exactly. Okay. What do we do now? And I should have obviously moved out of his way. But after, after what had to have been two seconds he goes he literally takes a step back gestures grandly goes it's your world boss uh, <laughs> do you have video I walked, of this I, was, I went thanks jack and i walked oh, through the door beautiful <laughs> i mean you time, just have to replay it in your, your own world, brain boss. you wake up you're a little depressed oh, all of a sudden you just hit replay on yeah your memory like, seriously my man. world seriously <laughs> fucking funny so anyway so you say you're telling your buddy that's what you're yeah saying. yeah no i, I yeah and, and every time like I say we say it back and forth now, and it's yeah, I, I, it's, it's one of the best boss. stories. It, it's, yeah. it's it's awesome. I don't have boss. many great celebrity stories, but that that is one of the the very few I do have. So all right, so since it is my world, we were talking about one topic that'd be pretty interesting to to throw out there. Uh, the United States right now is like uh, setting unprecedented new levels for measles, and the natural presumption would be that the anti-vaxxer movements had a pretty big impact on that people uh, deciding they don't want to vaccinate their kids because it might be linked to autism which i've i did a podcast saying that that's nonsense people always tweet at me saying it's not nonsense i i say that the autism link is nonsense now that's not to say that there's not other shit in those vaccines that still may not be great for you so where do you guys fall if we got this epidemic you know well, it's it's clearly caused by the anti vaccine movement. Yeah, I mean, because it's- <laughs> if if you if you vaccinate your kids, then you don't have that problem. Right. right? It's, right. So it's a bunch of people who it's a combination of people who haven't been vaccinating their children and and people who people immigrants who have come here and mm-hmm. who who are who have you know contracted the measles virus and are are spreading it because there's no booster shots but there I don't think the vaccine is good for more than I don't like 15 years or something I I have for to measles, look up what it is what the measles I vaccine think measles, is well, I, MMR MMR is good yeah. for, I think cuz I had that when I was young cuz I haven't gotten a re up on no, that No nobody gets it nobody yeah. gets a re up you get it when you're a kid and oh, then you don't that ever just get it again. it yeah, cuz we're figure we're like oh we're good we're all immune And that's the thing is that as long as the kid gets it then you don't get it into adulthood and as Mm. long as you're not bringing people with measles into the country then you don't really have a problem but i think the outbreak is absolutely specifically because we have an anti-vaxxer movement and and i think that you are absolutely 100 correct in saying that there originally there was a tie to uh the vaccination and the mercury in it and, and the causing of brain damage and things like that it, depending on who you talk to, that's still a problem. I, I think that that has largely been overblown, and I think the some of the some of the problems that they see with like autism and kids like that, and some of the increases in in that sort of damage to kids' brains, has more to do with accurately diagnosing it mm. or overdiagnosis than it is any sort of well, like honestly, vaccination or even just like you know we there's so many wireless communications there's so many uh different things going on that we don't even know the impacts of at this point who's to say that you know all the the 4g technology and it's just conspiracy theory shit now but who's to say that all these different communications and interactions and radiation all that shit isn't well, the, you know also impacting developmental aspects of, of brain function but i think you're the bigger question know. the bigger question is okay we know that 
I think we can we can make the statement definitively that um, the anti-vaxxer movement has caused the outbreak or has contributed yes, largely would, to the I outbreak. I would agree. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, I would agree. So the question becomes: Should there should the state get involved as a preventative measure mm-hmm. and require people to get to vaccinate their children in the right. same way it requires them to educate them and all that stuff? So, I mean, that's really that's the libertarian question that you have to answer. And I honestly haven't touched it. No, I haven't touched it because, um, because I, at the end of the day, I have to say no, but you want people to make responsible choices. And the question is, this is the bigger issue that I have is, okay, you choose not to vaccinate your kid and your kid gets the measles and ends up infecting another kid or, or, an, or another woman, say mm-hmm. an older woman whose uh, vaccine is worn off. What is the liability there? Right, yeah. Because there has to be some way. Measles reparations. Yeah, there Kamala has Harris to be. Harris is already on top of that. Look, I, that's what I'm saying is there already ha- there has to be some way for you to go back and say, look, you didn't vaccinate your kid. Right. And how do you make that tie? See, well, something- yeah, how do you tie it? It's like, kind of like air pollution where right. you say, okay, how am I going to know who's infected necessarily? You, know, you can't Rothbard prove. Rothbard covered that in Foreign New Liberty. Like with air pollution, it'd probably be the same issue. Mm-hmm. It's like whatever you can be proven to be responsible for. Yeah. Did either of you guys get measles? I had measles as no, a kid. No, you had measles? I had measles, mumps, I had chicken How old, are you? How old are you, though? I'm 46. Were you raised in this country? Okay, so, no, a lot of kids A lot of kids got measles for a long time. It but was he a very got, common he got thing. the whole I fucking game. pox it, twice, how, and you're only a, supposed to get it that's once. That's almost impossible. Did yeah. they just throw you into a fucking den well, of Well, I was uh, raised uh, Catholic, uh, syringes? so there's probably some kind of issue there. Uh, so, maybe. Yeah, God's punishing you for being Jesus, that's rough. So you coming from that standpoint of having had all that shit. So I had measles. Would you recommend people get vaccinated against Well, it sucked. And so did mono. Mono sucked, too. I had mono, but I had mono as well. I had mumps and mono back to back, which was incredible. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, obviously, I didn't get the vaccine, nope. I guess, if I'm thinking about it, but I survived. I guess the pro- the question really is, what? Ha- how many people die? What's the mortality rate on measles? And uh-huh. uh, and I, I don't really know much about this topic, from, but from my understanding, since it's making so much news and I start reading shit about it, is that people don't die from measles unless they're in like a third world country because once you get it there is medicine to be able to deal with it. right but it's also like i mean if you and i agree with that you shouldn't have so if to i get, give but, someone but pneumonia diseases though like polio and like these other places that well, the, the diseases we thought were eradicated are now back and that's the scary thing is you know like well, i don't think anyone ever would make the claim that something was eradicated well, they say effectively eradicated. Yeah, that, right? which is different, right? Right. But, but now that they are making a comeback, and like, um, God, there was something like a whooping cough for babies, which is, can be lethal. I have not had whooping cough or lupus. All, There's a challenge my- out there for all of you listeners. Who can give Michael Bowden whooping cough first? <laughs> all- I will give you $50 for Lions of Liberty store. You can buy two Every t-shirts. Every one of my kids had whooping cough at one point. Really? Oh, yep. Really? Yep. They, they absolutely did. I mean, it was, I mean, you can't diagnose it. It's just the doctor saying, yeah, I think that's whooping cough. Yeah. But, you know, uh, my my bigger thing, and, and I think for libertarians, that uh, the point I always try and make when it comes to this stuff is there there tends to be a belief by libertarians that every single problem can be fixed by the free market. Mm-hmm. Every single problem can be fixed by uh, some sort of anarcho-capitalist mentality. And the fact is that there are some things that free market system does a very poor job of managing. And one of them is a situation like this where, okay, 
my kid got measles. It gave measles to another kid. How do I prove that? Mm. What's the cost yeah. of that? You know, what's the, how do you define the damage that's done by a, by a, a you know, say some, an elderly person who contracts this, uh, this, va- this virus and now pain and suffering associated with it. I mean, how do you make those calculations and how reasonable is it that, a free market system would do an effective job of solving it in the same way that you have pollution, right? How, how do you, again, if some large corporation poisons the water and it flows downstream and kills a hundred head of cattle, you know, how do you make that case? Well, I mean, these, I could, these are the problems that the, the, my point is the free market doesn't, is, doesn't always fix every problem. And so it's okay to say that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. I have a thought on that. Actually. I think in, the theoretical sense, because I know if I were having this conversation online, I'd have 500 ANCAPs explain course, yeah. to me how, in theory, the market would right. handle this, in right? In theory. In theory. But, like, if we're thinking about libertarianism or ANCAPistan as a technology, right? Like, you don't have new technology just come in and take over old technology. When cars first came out, they didn't just have paved roads. They were operating on infrastructure built for horses. So even if we're thinking about in theory in the future, how do you apply that a libertarian view on something like this in the current state of society that we live in? I don't have an answer to that. I mean, it, it almost well, sounds like overwhelming, the, the questions that you bring up, Jason, about like how do you determine... Like who caused this? How? What's the value? How? Like what? And there is a justice system, justice in courts that handles this, but yeah. it's garbage, right? Yeah, it's well, broken. I will say yeah, yeah, yeah. the one thing you know, I feel hey, pretty confident. I, I'm, I'm, you know, armored for fucking battle uh, in almost every single way. The one thing, and I'll tell you, I was arguing with my wife's father. At uh, that's a smart know, that's choice. That's a, a real smart idea. choice. Always yeah, a good yeah, idea. As you do when you have the choice. <laughs> oh man, well yeah, he's a, not he's, a good a, he's move. actually a pretty. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's a, he's a, a pretty down to earth guy. Like you can actually just talk tell to him. him. He's, he's not right. like a, just, yeah. he's not like a, a, a nut that's just a, a, a screaming raging liberal. But having a conversation. But he did get me, and he's, and he's a incredibly intelligent guy. Also a lawyer, uh, who also is a, a fucking sea captain. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyering sea captain. So. But I was talking to him, and he got me on the one thing which I didn't really have a great well, he's answer funny for. Funny when he's sitting, I know, right? yeah, like he actually he's is funny down. right now. If you, just let, if you just wind him up and let him go, he does <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, oh, I sue and I sue and I say it on the muppet. I got on the For all we know, people who are listening are thinking like, "This is not funny," but we're thinking it's the funniest shit Look, we've ever heard. I don't care about my listeners. You know that. That's why I'm the best. Six Guinnesses. Yeah, exactly. Look, guys, I'm a third of a sake. My listeners respect me because I don't respect them. That's the key to this show. You have listeners. I some, not like Jason. <laughs> anyway, Jason <laughs> is out there whoring himself out for sponsors. We don't do that. That is true. Yeah, we'd love to. If you're out there, we'd love to. <laughs> we'd love to whore, whore for you. ourselves out for you. Just get get we Brian will, at LionsLiberty.com. We will do anything, literally anything, for sponsorship dollars. Oh, so by the way, what uh, does all of this have uh, to do with way, pork fest? By the way, Alex at Ammo.com said to lower your ad rates. He, uh, he'd love to advertise with you. Well, <laughs> I was hey, talking to him today. <laughs> <laughs> what are your rates? It's, They're too high. It's, the, the, uh, Jason's table's rates are too damn high party. It's $700 for a 60-second spot. Once. 
once. That's amazingly awesome. <laughs> so he turns the same for sex, though. So yeah. And the same thing, though, but he's no, not 60 I'm, seconds. I, but he seems to be getting more ad work. <laughs> no, uh, you, know, you, you can... Uh, you buy me dinner and you can have, you can sleep with me. I mean, All right. Hold on. I'm I just want to finish this point up. So talking test. to my, my wife's dad, though, but he got me on air pollution oh. because I literally, I said, I don't have a good answer for you. And I'll be honest, and, I, and I'm, I'm not going to die on the cross and, and argue a point where I don't know the answer. And I just don't, there's not a great libertarian answer for that. I'm sure somebody will tweet at me, but it's still, I've read a lot of literature on this shit, you know, Rothbard and everything I could read about it. And there's not a great answer for it if you can't prove it. And that's what I was saying. Oh, you know, I don't know, man. You might it you might have a point there. To- but that doesn't mean empirically I agree with the state having governance over all things in this manner. Right. And that's where it comes this question comes around too. And like I agree with you. I'm I'm sure I agree with Michael too. You, you know, I am a hundred percent opposed to the state mandating vaccines. And I do think the free market provides an alternative to that in that if you had if you didn't have a school system like we do where the majority of people are going to public school you would have a free Forced, market system where required to go to that public school right. in the first place right yeah so i mean and even here in california the idea of homeschooling is just mm. it's almost impossible for most people yeah. so you just it's just not really an option like there like it is in other states. Right. So they're forced to go to a place and then they're told in order to go to this place that we're forcing you to go, you have to participate exactly. in this vaccine exactly. program. So the whole system, the root cause is the force, I think. No, exactly right. So if man. all the unvaccinated people want to go to the same place, that would make more sense. And, you right? know, but I gotta I gotta say though, from a economic perspective, if you're opening a school just for unvaccinated kids, probably gonna close pretty quick. Well, Maybe the tuition is higher than seven hundred dollars per minute. Student ratio would be great. It would be like one student, one teacher to two about students. It that way, but that's pretty outrageous. If Jason well, here's the seven hundred dollars a minute for an ad from Ammo.com <laughs> at five hundred per minute no, here's, for Ammo. Right? Here's what's funny is that you talk to guys. Uh, I'm going to let you guess what it costs for a sixty second spot on, <laughs> say, Tim Ferriss's show. Oh man, I can't even imagine. I, th- I think it's sixty-four thousand dollars. Oh man, a minute mm. for a minute ad for him to mention your shit on his show, and um, you want you think I'm outrageous? I heard some of those numbers because I was talking with some of the guys who uh, every year they send me to the American Music Awards just as like a hey we appreciate you, which is nice. Uh, but I was there that uh, this last year and I was talking with some of the advertising companies, agencies, and they're like, yeah, man. Like it's super expensive, and I guess I guess Bill Burr is another one that they deal with a lot. And Bill Burr, if you listen to his show, he fucks up the ads all the time. <laughs> so, but he always he reads like in the ad there'll be a spot where it says talk about a personal experience. He reads it. He just reads it all the time. That's oh, actually brilliant. It's awesome. great. No, and and what was funny was they were like, yeah, man, the the advertisers get so pissed off when he does that, and I'm like, dude, that's the best. They probably thing. remember yeah, that forever. Talk about yeah, they it. will. Be, okay, but oh, totally. he, he reads totally. he reads the notes to the guy who's supposed to read. No, it. it's hilarious. But you're, you're, the, you're the closest person, the person that I know that's the closest to making sixty four thousand dollars a minute. So, well, I'm working on it. You're going to be my only friend. You can be the you can be the tide that lifts all boats, right? We get libertarians mainstream. All right. So, where do any other any other any final statements on this this issue? Because actually, that leads us into. Another question I want to bring but up I think about it's the basic, libertarians. It's the, the basic libertarian answer for everything. It's just don't have government force on this. Yeah. Now, if it's a private property scenario, which doesn't exist, unfortunately, and so so many of these questions are hard to answer, 
but in theory, of course, it's like, okay, if the unvaccinated people want to all go together or vaccinated people want a verification from their school, wherever they're sending their kids, I we don't want anyone there that is unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. Of course, then you'll hear the, the anti-vaxxers say or the pro-choice vaccine people say, well, if everyone's vaccinated, you don't have to worry about it. So, I mean, there's so many different. What they are would, even talking they about? would make this that argument. nothing to do with your calves. <laughs> My beautiful calves. Um, any other, anything left to say on this? No, no, that was it. No, I mean, I, I think it's it's a it's one of those very difficult issues that a lot of people pretend like they have an answer to in theory, yeah. but in practice, it's it's a much more complicated issue, and nobody wants to talk about it like it is. Yeah. So, you know, I agree with you. I don't think this. I don't think anybody should be mandating that you inject chemicals into your children. Well, but I think that you've. I think I think that you you need to recognize as uh, if you're a libertarian who doesn't agree with that that you have a moral and ethical responsibility to shield others mm-hmm. from the, you know the the downside of decisions that you make and that's something that that goes back to personal responsibility that we talk about all the time is that you cannot it's if you want to live your life that way that's fine but you don't have a right to put somebody else's child yep. at risk because you do yep, so exactly. that that's all i would say about it and i'll say i'll say this one last thing i think i, I said this on a podcast randomly i was doing about this topic too but yeah and i'll tell you one of the things that makes me even more afraid as we get closer to you know people saying oh mandate everybody gets vaccinations look if the state can inject me with shit we're in an era of like micronization and like you know nano nanotechnologies right around the corner I don't know. I mean, like if everybody's getting the same injection, I don't know what's fucking in it. I'd rather have everything be free market in that sense where I can go to a doctor, get verified what, you know, and again, what am I going to do? Have a fucking test, but at least I have some idea what's being put in me because God knows what the government's put in me tracking, uh, fucking, I don't know, hormones to turn the frogs gay. Like Alex Jones talks about. I'm just saying, you know, as we get farther down the line, it gets more terrifying to have a government inject you with anything in a mandatory fashion. I want to see if that works. It's just with me or with uh, well, we the can, general We can population. try it on you. I don't want to try it with me. I've actually seen it happen. Well, I've fucked not. several male frogs, if that helps you guys. That's, no, that's not helpful. <laughs> no, it's real. That's not, it's real? Yeah, Are it's real. He's, gay he's seen my real. blog. The gay frogs? Oh, I think you meant my... Oh, oh, never mind. Never mind. Retract it. And now I'll edit that out. <laughs> but if you do want to go to, to fogfrucking.com, <laughs> and, uh, no, and I spelled that specifically, it's fogfrucking.com guys to avoid the censors that's my website where i fuck frogs fog frucking you're scaring you're scaring me man (laughs) you're not a frog next issue all right so we're talking about you i was saying you're you know i i root for you to get as much money as possible as as i said the tide that can raise help raise boats and uh in that manner though do you guys think overall is libertarianism Gaining in popularity, losing popularity, and do you think libertarians are actually getting cooler? Are you are you talking about not just as like libertarian concepts being viewed as cool? I mean, actual people you meet that are libertarians. Are we losing the the old cliche, uh, you know, neck beard uh, woodsman, and actually attracting people that are a little bit hipper and funnier and and. Talk to people like human beings, because I I have an opinion on it, but I want to hear what you guys think. You want to take the you want, you want me to field this one? Yeah, okay, I'll start. No, I'll start. Yeah, there, too, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, okay, I'll start then. You guys, spend seven more minutes um, discussing. This well, is golden <laughs> content, and I, I love you. it. No, you we've go. got a radio break <laughs> yeah. no. at the bottom of the hour. But uh, <laughs> no, I I think no, I think you're right. I think that we are. There is people are becoming more more willing to to talk about being 
something other than a hardcore liberal or a hardcore conservative. And I think that's largely because, and I, I spent a lot of time since we live here in California with people who would consider themselves to be liberal. And one of the things I hear over and over again is, I don't know what it is that they believe now, but they're way too far outside of what, oh, yeah. uh, of what I think. Oh yeah. And the more I talk about libertarianism and kind of what I believe, the more they're like, yep, that makes sense to me. Yep. I'm for that. And, and so I think that libertarianism is really in a lot of ways becoming the alternative to what are two very extreme party lines. And I, I like that because it makes it easier to pitch to people. Now, whether or not it's – is it gaining in popularity? No, I think it's losing popularity. I think we had a massive chance really, in 2016 to, to make a, a huge inroads. And, and the party and the people inside the party really screwed that up in who they, who they put forward as Agreed. a nominee <laughs> and, and the way they positioned themselves. And I said it when he got nominated. I said he's not going to pull 5% of the vote. And I said whatever he pulls will be the best that they pull for the next, you know, for the oh, next totally. several years but bill weld's still out there he's gonna primary trump guys well you know what and gary's a very nice guy gary is a very i'm nice sure he person. is but he's so a are you but candidate. i wouldn't vote for you either that's the first time no I've i would vote heard for that. you michael I mean, that's but nice. no so i mean I'll, I'll finish up with this and then i'll let you uh talk mike but i i was uh i think that they're gonna have a lot of trouble because in 2016 we had an opportunity to really provide a, a third option and to get some some of the conservatives to come over and vote on a libertarian party ticket. And because we didn't put forward a very good candidate and we didn't have a very good platform, um, they ended up going with the Republican this year and in, in 2020, when they start looking, everybody's going to be backing the conservative candidate because they won't want whoever the left wing candidate is. They'll vote the party line. They won't. Take right. And if risk. you're a left and if you're left leaning, you probably are still around. hating Trump yeah, that's uh, right. for failure or not probably still hating Trump. Yeah. And you're going to vote for the Democrat. Whoever they, I would, I think, I, I would, I would guess if look, it's very early, but I would guess the the progressives will put up a a rather hardcore left winger to go up against. Not Biden, you don't think it's going to be another Hillary? Biden doesn't stand a chance. I have have creepy Uncle Joe on the list to talk about. I want to talk about a little bit later. Him and him and I want to talk about Bernie and Biden. Okay, Uh, and yeah, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, but that that, that's my to wrap up. That's that's my thought on it. I think they're going to put up a more left wing candidate. That's a, a strong candidate to fight against Trump. Somebody who can go toe to toe in the dirt with him. Right. And uh, and and it's nobody is going to choose a third party candidate. But, this in but you didn't answer my question. Oh, libertarianism in general. You know, you well, did. No, no, not I just did, libertarian in general. In general, in general, in general, my shizzle. Stoop dog in the house. More whiskey. Libertarian <laughs> drink. Oh, I'm going to have several more drinks. You don't even know what's forthcoming. So, no, but are libertarians as a people getting cooler, getting cool, less uncool, less uncool, less fucking nerdy, less uh, in. And I've been yelling at people for this for years, less like concerned with stats and trying to be like and trying to be more likable. God damn it. Able to win, able to win the hearts and minds. Yep. I think we're doing I think we're doing a real a a much better job of that. A much better job. (laughs) There's still there's still a lot of problem children out there i I still think that the libertarian libertarians are largely i mean you can just go to into any libertarian forum and you can tell just how off the rails a lot of the people are who are are in it but i think the people the voices inside the libertarian part the entire libertarianism are better than they used to be you got guys like you and me and, and and mike and and um Mark and you know Johnny and all these guys are are really people who raise the standard who are not out there trying to 
win arguments, who are actually trying to win converts, who are right, trying yeah. to bring people in and spread a message. And I think all of that is positive for what we're doing. Michael, your thoughts? Well, I think Jason hit on something really interesting about how uh, the ideas are really catching on. And I think there is, uh, like, if you're talking to somebody, you were saying how, if you're talking to somebody, what about this way? And people in general are like, yeah, 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 that sounds good. I'm on board with that. And at least in my experience, people are definitely on board with something that's different than has been happening all along. And in general, libertarianism provides something extremely different than what we've experienced. So I think it's gaining, at least in popularity, even if not in name, because libertarianism in name still has that kind of, well, that problem associated with it. Yeah, exactly. So, and that still exists. So for me, at least when in my work, I don't even focus on that as a term. I focus on winning converts like yeah. what you're talking about but based on an issue by issue basis because if you can find a leftist who says you know what whoa you're way more anti-war than any of those leftist politicians that i've ever heard of or you're way more anti-police state or anti-surveillance what else do you have to say i feel like that's a far more effective way not that that was necessarily your question but i think that's how people are really catching on that they're more willing to hear other ideas if you're way more badass on the idea that's important to them in the yeah. first place. And libertarians always are. Yeah. Horton always, it was always the out left the left and out right the right. And you can always kill that uh, with a libertarian message. Well, and I think also, man, we're all, we're getting to the point where, and I actually, for the first time in my goddamn life, actually had a buddy of mine who's just hyper goddamn progressive. And to the point where I couldn't even talk Really? To that's him. all I've ever had. Yeah, well, I know, man. It's, well, in LA, it's all you get. But- you know, I finally got him to listen and, and acquiesce on an argument because I was just hit, you know, hanging around watching football. It was like the NFC Championship game or whatever, and we're they're hanging out drinking, and we start talking a little bit about politics, and uh, and we get into the whole issue of poverty and welfare and education, and you know, I just made the, the simple point to him, which I think we need to reinforce as libertarians. Am I boring you, Jason? Yep. Yawning in the goddamn. What, could microphone. you back you up like fifteen <laughs> Dude, <no>. seconds? <laughs> Like, just go back to that spot yes. before the break. Yes, okay. So, anyway, the point I was making to him is, uh, you know, education, poverty, all this shit. And I just, and, and, and he's like, okay, I said, where do you think the spending's going? You know, we're at all-time highs in both, more than any other country. And I said, where's the poverty level? Same. Where's the education? Bottom, you know, 25 of the country, whatever, in the world, whatever it may be. And I said, look, man, I'm not saying libertarianism has the answer. Because I don't know, because we never fucking tried it, except maybe in the opening years of the country, and that seemed to go pretty well. But, you know, when have we tried it? And I said, Except for that whole slavery thing. Hey, everybody was ah, doing it. Right. Like snap bracelets everybody in the 90s. Doing it, yeah. Everybody was doing it. It, it, it doesn't like excuse bangs. it. And, you know, hey, I'm the one hairspray. on the SPLC. It doesn't like, excuse yeah. it. I know, right which is so here. fucking... I, I'm so happy they're getting their, their fucking Oh, no, I want fucked. them to be at the top of their game. I use that as a fundraiser. Oh, do you? Well, that's good. But anyway... So, but <laughs> if no, the no, SBLC it. is crap, then my listing there means nothing, so... That is true. Yeah. That is true. But just to, to sum, sum my thought up here, point being, I told him that... You're spending more money. It's done nothing. We've tried your way literally for what? 50 years? It ain't working, man. Even if I'm not right, shouldn't we try something else? And he said, yeah. He said, yeah, no, you're exactly right. We should Ish- try something else. Issue you're right. by issue, I think a lot of people get that. And a great local example, I don't know if either, either of you guys ever followed this, but the, the street food, food cart, hot dog, 
cart issue here in L.A. For years, they've been trying to take this mostly immigrant population who sells hot dogs on the street outside of nightclubs mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that and make it illegal. They've tried to ban them and shut them down. By the way, did the, they kill off food carts? They tried to. They were their food trucks. Cause I swear to God, no, I used to carts. see a That's million what I was about food carts. Food what, no, carts you're talking about food carts, 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 but I said not food trucks. trucks. No, so food no, carts. No, no you been... said food carts, but okay. food trucks. Though I swear to God, I used to see a million different fantastical food trucks we everywhere, and now I don't the see district. them. I mean, you're in Hawthorne. I feel like they yeah, cracked I mean, them. No, I mean, dude. Even when I was in Culver City and going around, there used to be the West Side. I mean, the West Side's where it's at. Just because you live here in in little Tokyo, everybody come. You can find them here. Uh, Because you have an Asian fetish doesn't mean that uh, where I live isn't cool, dude. I'm human. Uh, So (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back after Traffic on the Eights. We'll be back after these words from the next Godzilla movie. Issue by issue. So the food cart issue, they tried to shut this down. The city tried to shut down food carts for a long time. And general grassroots average people rallied to the fence of these people who were operating without a license, without permission. And finally, LA City uh, uh, authorized it. They said, basically, this thing that you've been doing for two decades, now you can go ahead and do it. So I think in situations like this, people are really on board with the, quote, free market, even if not in name again. So I'm just yeah, 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 yeah. I, I just always try and point out, listen, I, I, that we know what socialist and communist states do. And any rational person who isn't a, a complete kook will say, oh, yeah, you're right. Like a lot of death, a lot of starvation, terrible thing, right? We also know what built the greatest nation the world has ever seen, America. And it was a, a free market and a free, and it doesn't mean it was perfect. There was a lot of problems with it, but it created more wealth and more opportunity for more people. What we know is that if we focus on trying to make things freer and more open and easier to do, that everyone's life improves on the margin. And if we t- the, the more we tilt towards totalitarianism to statism, the worse things become. And so... I always try and lean towards how do I create a freer and more open market and and for for more people. And when I talk about that, th- that's something that everybody can can agree with because it first of all it sounds like you're being reasonable, which is what you really want. Now, once it's kind of like saying my my core philosophy about life and politics can be wrapped up in one sentence: don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. Right? When you say that to people, like I totally agree with that. Well, once you got that, once you've got them to admit that, dude, you got them hooked. Yeah. yeah. Now, now they, they've literally painted themselves into a corner, and it's just a matter of issue by issue saying, well, you know, you did say you don't hurt people and you don't take their stuff. Here's why I don't agree with that. And like, well, they, they may not agree with you. They may still put it off, and they may say, well, yeah, I agree, but but they cannot deny that your logic is sound, that your reasoning is sound, and that you're not you're not doing it just because you're a cruel person. Right, and libertarians have that concept. Like that's what I was talking about at uh, at the LA uh, convention when you heard me speak. Right, right. Is that you know we got this the rap, and, and I made the same point as to my buddy. You know, they, we got this rap of uh, not caring, and it's just not. It's not that we don't care. It's that we want to try something different. Actually, to actually your help. first political speech. That was my first political speech. Dude, it was speech. good. Did anybody get video? You should always have somebody uh, video it. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, we didn't I have somebody there. I know they had someone there. streaming. I think. I'm bringing an entire James camera Schumacher crew just there. to take pictures of me and video nice. the entire time. Actually, actually we've got Stapleton has a four-man crew sitting out, outside the building, but he didn't pull permits. So uh, they're uh, right. so just standing there. We did. I'm just paying them to look around. Yeah, actually, I shouldn't. The cops were right there. They knew so I was we, coming. Yeah. We've got a, we actually have a videographer coming to Porkfest this year. 
Uh, our buddy Dan Smots from the really? System is Down pod is coming. We're nice. paying for him. I shouldn't give him a shout out because we're fucking paying for him to go. So, you know, you're yeah, but he's giving you the friends and family discount. Is that what he calls he's the usually, hand jobs? He's usually $700. Um, yeah, he's $700 a minute. <laughs> we call that callback in the biz. We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Those epic words from Archilochus can sum up your ability to succeed or fail in business. I want to recommend conversation mat time to our listeners as a way to hone your one-on-one conversation skills in a role-playing session that can help take you to the next level. During 25-minute sessions, you'll work through the best way to approach that raise, that interview, or that relationship with a practice professional that will provide the confidence and experience you need to get paid what you're worth or take that interpersonal risk you've never been able to conquer. Just like in jiu-jitsu, the difference between a novice and a black belt is mat time. Train to win. Visit conversationmattime.com and take advantage of a free 15-minute consultation just for listeners of this show. Okay, wait. So, but what we were saying, what you were just saying, though, is like you know, you see the way the free market plays out versus socialism. Have you? I mean, it, does it blow your fucking mind to kind of get into this topic of Biden and 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 uh, and Sanders? We're literally right now. Trump is the a world, socialist. So, well, Trump. I mean, he, Trump's a, a weird fucking cat. Don't get me wrong, but he's not openly calling for socialism. He doesn't use it by name. He doesn't. But he is a police state socialist. I, oh, I completely doubt, agree so. there. I They're completely all agree there. In some forms, yeah, Social they are. Secure, don't get rid of my social security. Oh yeah, Trump's my a Medicaid, big fan of Medicare. Spend more than the rest of yeah. the world and on military and, and, and I mean, not video or fucking videoing the Yemen thing. Which, by the way, so we we're talking about the candidates coming out, right? Uh, I'll throw Sorry. this out as a side as a side remark because I want to make the central remark. But Trump vetoing or uh, the, uh, oh, the the Yemen, Yemen thing yeah. that is going to fucking that I th- I really thought he could not lose as long as the economy doesn't tank. I said he's going to get it because the Democrats are going so far afield of the regular American. He's going to run away with it, despite yeah. what these media assholes say. Once he vetoed that Yemen vote stupidest thing not only because i'm morally opposed to it but you, stupidest thing he could fucking high? do nobody no nobody fucking cares about dude Yemen. i'm telling nobody you it, that shit's it. gonna come back no to it him. will not no it's, absolutely it's, it's, it will it's not evidence of a president continuing to murder women and children no. and the democrats will use understand it. nobody cares about yemen if they if well, i agree you try, they care more about on. transgender if bathrooms you try, if you try and attack the president on the yemen issue he's gonna bring up the fact that obama was dropping bombs on him all day long and the democrats were all in favor of it it can't and he's possibly, right. And he's it, right. It is right. It cannot possibly benefit the Democrats to talk about Yemen. They're <laughs> going to pretend like that Democrats doesn't are gonna even say, exist. They're going like to say, you saying, can't say Yemen. You have to say, yeah, women. That's almost like <laughs> saying that the anti-war movement during the early Iraq years, which I was a part of, wasn't just an anti-George Bush thing. Mm. Like, yeah. clearly they're hypocrites. Yeah, yeah. No, we all know. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. Of shit. And yeah. Trump is an brilliant marketer yeah. i think he is brilliant about getting messages out building coalitions even if they, it's not again in name he does it yes. he knows the things to say yes he does but that doesn't mean that the fake anti-war left which i think it's starting to come up again it's starting to become an well, issue bernie sanders is using it he's he can actually run as the only anti-war candidate really bernie well, sanders not, doesn't chance a, stand a cold chance in hell neither does elizabeth warren your, I don't your know. candidate well, no, warren your, your, definitely doesn't your candidate has not emerged yet i i just i'm confident of that whoever, well, is it, is it going to be hair sniffing joe no it will creepy, not be creepy seven-year-old girl titty grabbing hair sniffing joe the nope, neocons would won't. love biden though well, they do love Biden, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. here's the thought. That's going to be a point. But 
I'm just saying, is it an insane position in the world we live in? We're literally watching Venezuela go to go to shit, eat, eat itself alive under socialism, right? Hey, where people can't get fucking toilet paper. The government controls the water supply because they're so fucked. And at the same time, we're watching Sanders and Harris and Warren call for socialism. Yeah, but Do you, you know never that- think in your life you would see the disconnect, the, the cognitive dissonance with people being able to root for a Bernie Sanders while seeing Venezuela literally fucking fall apart in front of your eyes. Well, we had the, the well, there were lakes on fire in the former Soviet Union. Lakes I mean, on fire. I don't think that's the words. Oh, I, I okay, go ahead. Yeah. I just want to hear that like <laughs> that's 10 it. times. I'm going to hear this cool is I, yeah, I can't remember the words. You got me with lakes on fire though. So no, yeah, lakes on fire in the Soviet Union. Although Cleveland also had a river on fire. I don't think Both I can ever. Ever, by the way. I don't so think I can ever Cleveland. shake that. Both shitholes. I can't ever shake that. That yeah. like song is playing in my head forever. Now that's it. That's all you can think well, about. The, the, the thing about the thing about Venezuela is the worst thing that we could have done was get involved in that and oh, yeah. and, and oh. to start to try and manipulate knew we would, the situation. But you knew we would. We cannot. It, well, right? yeah, we should have just left it We're alone like a because now, now what Maduro is using is they're saying, well, it's America. The reason this looks like this is because exactly. of America. And it's if we just stayed out, it would have imploded on its own. They would yeah. have had absolutely nothing to say about it. And you can absolutely we've I have chronicled that that fall of that nation since i started my show in 2014 yes. we've been talking about it and at every stage i said okay here's what's happening now and the reason i'm doing this is i want there to be a record of it we have a living breathing like most of socialism that we understand about what happens to socialism socialism and com- communism is historically based mm-hmm. it's something we have to read about it's it's we can't touch it right and Venezuela is happening right now. It's something your children can be learning about today, mm-hmm. and it's something that we can look at as a as a model for what socialism creates. And these same people who ten years ago, that's how quickly it collapsed. Ten years ago, they had the largest oil reserves on earth. Yep. They had one of the most profitable and successful countries in the world. And in a matter of a decade, it 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 descended into absolute tyranny, despotism, yeah. starvation, and murder, and and poverty. And it's it, and it's not even something. It's not even arguable why it happened. As no, soon as it's they not. started nationalizing the oil industry, yep. everything fell apart. And it's like we and it's what we that, always though. say as libertarians: as like when the government takes over these things, they don't have the incentive to upkeep. They don't have the incentive to technologically advance them. They don't know how to do it correctly. You saw these things: the the oil industry fall apart. And I think everything this starts is breaking obvious down. to us. It is, but and not I to your average. It average is person. not obvious no. to other people. And sure. then when you add the talk. You add the problem of U.S. interventionism, which creates an easy talking point to say this long history of imperialist action. Which you think we would love, by the way. You know, it's like we're we're, we're like we're walking the fucking edge here where it's like, okay, you guys. Yes, we agree with you. The long history of America's imperialism is to blame for almost all the world. Like you were talking about on your show recently, the blowback instance of like why, you know, all these things happen across the world because of our imperialism. Yeah. But. This this ain't the one. Like this ain't that case. This is Jason, not like, it. This yeah. is someone who's watched this so closely. Yeah. Could U.S. imperialism have escalated or sped it up, made it worse, faster? Oh yeah, without a well, doubt. Sanctions so, for without, sure. Without, yeah. So so in a way, the U.S. foreign policy is playing into the pro-socialist narrative yeah, yeah, once yeah. again. Yeah. And and, and yeah, it, that's you hit the nail on the head again and again and again. They do that. I, 
I, I, I've been a subscriber, member of the Tenth Amendment Center for I don't know a couple three of years, years now. Three yeah, years. two or three years now. Yeah, and I think my uh, and credit the reason, card I put it in there, but it expired. Uh, I'll update that. I know. I just assume you're not getting seven hundred dollars a minute. <laughs> I just assume that you keep billing me because I, I, I really do like being. I, I, I like the, somebody else because you guys do. Tenth Amendment does a much better job of of really passing information than anybody else does. They they, they really ha- do a very good job of of like you said, topic by topic, explaining things in a way that that allows people to get a hold of it because. The, the talking point is the, the talking point issue is very difficult for us because most of what we understand is not easily seen. You mm-hmm. talk about economic issues, you have political issues that happen over time. One of the things that libertarians do not do well, um, one of the things that candidates don't do well as libertarians is dig- is create a platform where what they believe is easily digestible into sound bites. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't do it well. And if if I had one piece of advice for whoever the libertarian candidate is, it would be that is that you have to find a way to make your points pithy because nobody wants a complicated answer. Yeah, and exactly. it doesn't matter whether you're here's the thing. Your hardcore libertarian audience is going to vote for you anyway. So you don't need to worry about that. If they listen to your response, and they're like, well, yeah, but that's not totally true. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Because they're going to vote for you anyway. Yeah. You need to be honed in on that audience that's doing their drive-by voting and is going to be determining it in the last four months prior mm-hmm. to the election based on how, you know, uh, how the how the debates go. Yeah. So if you can't condense that argument down into something that's easy for people to understand, you're you're not going to make any headway at all. Now I think this deck is stacked against the libertarians this year and next. I'm sorry, next year anyway. But that's the best chance of us actually increasing the number of people who are responsive to the message mm-hmm. i'd agree with that i mean it's like you know in a way it kind of makes you think of um well both ron paul and Rand paul i mean ron paul obviously won a lot of people over but he would he get did it into, over three decades yeah he though. did that's consistently yeah, he, he did, did. consistently three but, decades but if you're not and he and he won a lot of people over like you know dave smith talks about this i'm not sure where you guys your, your personal stories lie with ron paul he won me over too i was introduced from by, by mark but even when after I was already convert, I would see him in debates and I'd see him speak and I would just shake my head because he'd dive into these deep conversations, these deep talking points on how things work and the interaction and the theory. And I was like, you're losing everybody, man. Yeah. yeah I get, I know it because now I, I'm your fan. Here's I read thing, into Ron, it. You're losing every, every casual observer you're losing right now. What I love about Ron, Ron's a God in my mind. Of course. For, for no other, in this, and I don't say that because everybody else thinks that well, that's what you're supposed to say. But, I know you have a daddy. He has been, yes, I do. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. Ron has been doing this for three or four decades now, and he's never been wrong. Yeah. If you yep. go back to his stuff in the 80s and listen to him talk, it was always the same and he was always right. He was right about drugs, he was right about the housing bubble, he was right about the economy, th- he was right about the wars. He literally at every major event in history over the last 30 years, he has been right about. And that to me, if if nothing else, that solidifies in my mind that what we believe and what we're striving to achieve is is right because he has been right and he's been unrelenting in his messaging. Now, the fact is, I didn't I thought Ron was a crazy old man until I read his books. 
because he, <laughs> the problem with Ron is that he does not come off when he speaks as a person who is sane. Well, he okay. does have that high. He, well, he that high. No, Mind you, the message is so different than well, everything no, I, we've been taught. I, I know, but here's yeah, the thing. Here's the, here's everything the thing. is crazy. But, but also, I, the, I thought Ron was a crazy old man until I started reading. I started reading about gold, and yeah. that led me to Ron Paul's revolution. And when I bought the book, I remember thinking, <laughs> this guy's a crazy, man, a crazy old man, but I'm going to read his book anyway. And I read it, and I'm like, this is what I have believed for the last four or five years but could never articulate Ron just put into a book. Is it public knowledge who actually wrote that book? No, I, I thought he did. Did he not write it? Ooh. Ron Paul's manifesto? Who wrote it? Who wrote it? Oh, uh, I had no well, idea. Me, did he not write it? I mean, Breaking I don't news. Have come on. Come on. Michael, no, come on. no, no. You got to tell me, man. You got to say it, man. Come on. Yeah, you, you, can. you, you can't, tell me. You can't tease it, not say it. Come on. I after this, tease that one. we'll be no, right back. No, no, after no, this, no, after this no, commercial no. break. No, no, absolutely not. You're going to tell me who wrote that book. I will. Come no, on. You tell me right now. I really don't know. You're so it. full oh, of shit. I'm oh, yeah, a bad come liar. On, dude. Yeah, you I'm are. Come on, man. Liar. Come on, dude. No, you guys are me. my favorite people Hang I've on. ever known. Well, Ron known. Paul oversaw it, so it doesn't matter. What, come on. You're telling me that Ron the... Paul has a ghostwriter? Yeah, of course. Of course. Everybody has a ghostwriter. I don't think... I, Ron Paul's a busy senator. He's busy saying no to shit. Hang he has time to write a book. But you're telling me that the book that really converted me to libertarianism wasn't even written by Ron Paul? Peter Schiff. No, it's probably a different book. Is it Peter Schiff? It's probably a different book then. Is it Peter Schiff? No, I can't believe this whole audience, big, audience is going to hear this. Yeah, this is, and they're going to be pissed as God hell. God damn it, well, Michael! The thing I swear is, to we're Jesus. on three separate audio tracks, so there could just be short segments of just dead air. Michael, spell it air. out over the course. Randomly say, not randomly, but say the letters in the name in order randomly throughout the next few segments. Okay, people can anagram it. There is an there's a S in there. There's mm. an S. What what other letters? Yes, all of them. <laughs> Does it start with S? What a dick. What a what a goddamn cock tease. Well, anyway, now I forgot what we were talking about overall. Um, we started with Pork you, Fest. Michael. Fuck you. We started with Pork Fest. <laughs> all right. Well, fuck it. Next Just, topic. You know what? You know what? My my whole my whole philosophy now is in question. I don't know if I want to be yeah, a libertarian. Thanks a lot, anymore. I'm going yeah, for Michael, party. What's, it, what's it worth to you? What's your philosophy worth? To you? Is it worth uh, disillusioning an entire population who based their careers and their That's right. philosophies on Ron Paul's book to not tell us who wrote it? I, we all know he didn't write the newsletter. No, we, he did not write the newsletter. We so all know he's that. been having ghostwriters for a long time. But that was that was ages ago. Does anyone have an answer? I don't to actually that do was? my own podcast. That was uh, <laughs> wait. I, no, I do know who that is. Actually, <laughs> I found the best voice double in the industry. That's right, he sounds just like me. <laughs> she, he takes Siri's voice like and actually, just fucking fucks with It's like that her. guy who took over as the lead singer of Journey. It's actually you a short Asian woman. <laughs> when she came in for the interview, I had no idea. <laughs> I do know who wrote his uh, his newsletters. I'm blanking on it right now, though. But oh, who um, do you think wrote them? No, it's uh, not not. It's not oh, necessarily fuck. Tucker. Yeah, Tucker. Well, that's one of the rumors. I'm pretty sure it's Tucker. I think, uh, do you even know? I don't think you know. I think it's rumor. I think you. I think you think you know, and you don't. I don't really think know. I know who wrote the newsletter. By the way, no, Jeffrey Tucker also was at Pork Fest think, last year. I think you're. I could just I be think full of shit. Yeah, I think I may have just made that up. By the way, yeah, side side, side story. You just tried to be Pork cool. Fest. Seeing See, Jeffrey I'm Tucker, trying to be one of these libertarians seeing, that's raising the coolness hold on. level. And seeing, it's failing. seeing Jeffrey Tucker, who was by the way fun to fun to hang out with. He was watching us play beer pong. He was at Pork Fest last year. Seeing him hungover as fuck at our hotel 
which is like a little walk down the road from the campsite, which is probably where you should try to stay at, by the way. Uh, seeing him hung over his balls that. eating the shitty continental breakfast in his bow tie was hilarious. After being up talking a drunk off his ass, Howie Snowden, who was passed I, out in the woods for four hours. I love Jeffrey. The- Je- every I, I, time, he was every great. time I, he came out and did, he flew out to do the show with me. Really, that's every, awesome. Yeah, every time I've ever had an interaction with him, he's been nothing but kind yeah. and yeah, and he, was like, great. he was great, super friendly with me. Uh, I just, it, I mean, if he called me up and was like, "Dude, I need you to do me a favor," I'd be like, "All right, whatever you need." It's just, I, I really like that guy. Yeah, he's a great dude, man. Yeah, I've only met him. I've only hung out with him once. It was at Liberty Forum in New Hampshire, maybe like 20, 2012 or something. He was just like such, same experience. Great yeah. dude. Super great nice, dude. fun to talk to, really interesting. Yeah. And I learned so much so much in libertarianism from him back Incredibly, when he was working at Mises, right? Incredibly yeah. knowledgeable yeah. human being. All right, well, um, here, yeah, we're, yeah. we're coming up on an hour. Now, I could easily go, too. We'll see what happens. But I know you gentlemen have things to do, maybe. It's up to you, man. I mean, I'm at home. That's your world, boss. That's true. You are at home. Under these pants, world, I'm wearing boss. my jammies. I actually don't have anywhere Aren't to be. Aren't you hot? Aren't you sweating? My jammies? Are you wearing... Do you literally wearing jammies under those pants? Define jammies. I want to see it. Boxer jam, shorts? Your jam jams? Hold on. We're going to see Michael Bowen's... Stable, can you live stream this? Why do you do that? What do you, what do you, you want to... I want to say, wait, those are just boxer shorts. Are they long johns? No. What do you mean jammies? Well, I mean, I wear my little panties. Your Some bo- under, the underpants. What? Those are jammies. Did, did you just call your underwear panties? <laughs> and they also call them. I wear me undies. This, this next hour is sponsored by meundies.com. Well, they're not jammies. They're just underpants. You can you wear s- them as anything. You they're sleep so in, comfortable. Unless you sleep in the and nude. And if you like a close shave like I do. <laughs> oh, God. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Those bastards don't pay me. By the way, oh, I do have a Harry's razor. By the way, I love listening to uh, you know. I listen to Tom Woods and uh, and Bob Murphy. I like Counter Krugman. I listen. To, I listen to the main Tom like Woods podcast too. Uh, a, good a good amount, one. but yeah. I like I like Counter Krugman more. The bad part is, so I'm on the Contra Cruise in 2017, yeah. and they did a live live recording. You know, you can't plug that now. It's in the past. No one's gonna come show up well, to see you. Well, they did. They just did another one. Unless they they're Doctor Whoing. Yeah, I know. We, we were gonna take it over. We were, I know, because we were going to take it over. Tom, and because these uh, these fuckers are all non-aggression uh, principalists, we were going to go there, put up a Lions of Liberty banner, make it into our cruise. What are they going to do? They can't. They can't do anything. Can't do nope. anything. Violent libertarian principles. Yeah, that's right. Nothing. Here's the thing. Tom has never talked to me unless I offer to give him money. <laughs> oh, me too. I tweeted at him. <laughs> And uh, he, you he never Tom money for a comment. Yeah, How he, many I, per minute? How no, much I promo- per minute? I promoted. I promoted my show on his show when I was. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, in- We've done oh, that too. Yeah, we, we did that his, too, and he still won't, like he doesn't retweet anything. He doesn't respond to not to me anyway. Like, He's been on the show. I, I would send. I would send Tom all kinds of emails that would be ignored, ignored, and then I. I, I would send one to be like, "Hey, I want to give you some money." And he'd like, <laughs> well, respond, he like responded in like <laughs> two minutes. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" That's so, a, there's a I've been thinking about you. Yeah, yeah, it's going. Like, hey, yeah, no, it's been a long time. Yeah, here's our, my current rate. I Pro wish tip, guys, someone would offer me your money to talk to me. <laughs> and if I could charge I per minute, what's in my wallet, a dollar a minute. Would or, you like what's in my wallet? That's pretty good. What you, right I'm now, a, Michael, yes, I'll pay yes, you for an hour of yes, your time. Yes, I will yeah, yeah. take it. Okay. It's absolutely nothing. I have nothing in my wallet. There's nothing in there. Can I just take the wallet? No, this is a nice wallet. It's you cannot have it. Uh, really no, but, you know, I will say this. Look, let's let's take a uh, punch up. I'm punching up right now. Tom Woods and Bob Murphy. I love Counter Krugman. 
Tom Woods, nerdiest jokes I've ever heard. Cringing. I cringe really? every part. Dude, every time really? Tom Woods makes a joke, I fucking cringe. Dude, it when is, I, when I listen, it is awful. He's so, when I, he's so nerdy. Maybe you're not the best judge. Because I, when I, the, I, I am the best judge. I watch, I watch a lot of his speeches, and I think he does a really nice job of being, of mixing humor with. Really, Every time you laugh at really one of my powerful. jokes now, I have to discount that. Okay. Because you've now proven yourself to be comedically So I'm sorry, inept. I was telling a story. The good news is oh, I you were telling a story. Back in 2017 okay, on Michael, the uh, Fine, Who were you banging against the rail? Did they fall over and you left them? They did a wonderful right? story? live recording of Contra Krugman, and I had to admit that that was my first time ever hearing the show. <laughs> it's fantastic, though. Oh, no, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. I love the show. And you don't like the humor? Half it's of the show so is the nerdy. funny. Oh, oh God. It's, it's nerdy, so, but I keep listening so to it. It's so cringeworthy. It's just like these, it's like dad jokes that aren't even good well, dad what's, jokes. What's, what's funny You're clearly I, I don't listening. Know, um, he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I'll tell you, Bob, you, know, you might be jealous of my beard, but uh, one of us is going to shave these beards. With a Harry's razor. With a God damn it. Now I have to edit the show, you fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Just to edit that, that Dude, plug Harry's, out. Harry's actually does have the best razors. Fucking I love motherfuckers. Harry's, I love Harry's razors. What's the edit on Do Harry's? Do they make a head blade? Because I'm bald as they, fuck. They absolutely will. You can use it to shave your head. No, no. We're cutting it's this like, off. I'm like editing this all out. What's, what's, do you have a Harry's.com. Use the promo code Stapleton. No. Son you, of a bitch. They sponsor you too? What's it? Yeah, they do. Oh, badass. They're a sponsor on the show, yeah. Oh. They're, they're, they're well, good for Harry's. Hey, Harry's the guys, are you listening to this? I get a, a cartridge set, I'll get it. Uh, there we go. Cool. Staple, oh, great. Yeah. Promo code Staple. Uh, do you guys yeah. want to order anything through promo the lines of Liberty? Yeah, but you, uh, don't you do have Harry's. a promo code for uh, Harry's you, know, you can use a promo code. Actually, I can't use the promo code. That's only for our Pride members. Hey, why don't you order our coffee? We have a coffee. What kind of coffee? It's actually fucking really good. Is it? Yeah. It's a, through Anarcho Coffee. We have our own brand. Anarcho it Coffee. It's infused? called Anarcho Coffee. I don't buy anything it's, Anarcho. You can buy it whole bean or grand. Hey. Because I hate all of them. Well, you're going to like this coffee, man. <laughs> they're not the friendliest ones online. Yeah. They, this, they're not friendly people, so they wouldn't this, be friendly oh, this, coffee. This is friendly you know? coffee. Customer service is out is just uh, smashing. Delicious coffee. Wakes you up, gets you going in the morning when you're drinking away a hangover. Narcocoffee.com slash Lions? Matt, uh, Matt. Lions slash Lions of Liberty. Or you go to lionsofliberty.com forward slash coffee. Even there easier. There you go. All right. No, Matt. Matt is an anarcho-capitalist on my who who co-hosts the show with me now, and uh, we agree on like ninety nine percent of of everything. Now he's definitely more of like uh, he, he he digs a little bit. He, he goes much more into conspiracy than I do, and he likes to talk about the state more than I do. But um, what's funny is I've gotten more over over the last four or five years of doing the show. I've gotten more shit from anarchists than I have anybody else. Well, of course, man. And I'm like. I'm like you they, they are it's almost like they have they, they, if you're an anarchist you have the biggest chip on your shoulder yeah. and you have the thinnest skin of any human being alive it's it's actually you want to talk about social justice warriors and and snowflakes dude I have met no bigger snowflake than a lot of the anarcho capitalists well, it's like, it's, it's like the purity test you know yeah, it's like when people, you meet that same man cap in person at an ANCAP meetup number yeah. nine. They don't say eight. shit to you they in person, never do. do they? No. I view myself I I view myself as uh, more ANCAP than anything. Uh, and obviously, I'm a champion of men. I'm not dissing. I've but, read plenty of Rothbard but, over the years. But, so. but, 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 like I said, you know, it's people, uh, it's like, look, no one should ever feel 
that there's so much that their point of view is so much better than other people's that they can't listen at least and have a conversation. And that's where I feel like if you're no matter where you are, if you're ANCAP, if you're minarchist, if you're a fucking bleeding heart progressive dickhead to talk to people, be able to wave people, talk to them like a person. Don't just attack, attack, attack and not listen because you might be fucking wrong. Well, I got another. Hey, look, look, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be at pork fest. If you got a fucking problem with me, <laughs> come find me because I'm going to be drinking a lot. So, you know, I have no problem getting into the shit with you at Porkfest. Jason, you better practice your beer pong skills. I think her. it's positive that ANCAP spent all of their time telling other liberty lovers how wrong they are. <laughs> well, it's because very if possible. they were focusing on the general public, yeah. they would give libertarianism such a bad name. Well, that yeah, would that's never, true. ever it's a good thing that they keep so that shit in That circles yes, to yeah. what I was saying earlier, though. It is. It absolutely yep. is. But that's what I was talking back to earlier, though, man, is I swear, like, there's people like, you know, there's a new podcast rising up, nipping at our heels. What? No such thing. I know. Stealing all our good ideas. But Not no, I was just on the, uh, I think, all the uh, Friends Against Government podcast, the FAGCast. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, no, they're, they're good people, but they're funny. You know, it's like they're likable guys, you know, and that's what I'm saying. That's what I was asked about the, our, our libertarians getting cooler because I think those guys are pretty heavily, I would say I, I place them heavily in the ANCAP camp, but they're not dicks. Like, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, don't just don't be a dick. You Look, know, there's be, nothing, be, there's nothing wrong have with fun. The, There's absolutely nothing wrong with the philosophy. No, it's how it's, it's, it's how, how they're they delivering it. it. Yeah. It, it. It, and that's that's my whole point. It's why I, I, I led with the fact that. Matt is an anarcho-capitalist. Mm -hmm. He's a friend. You work with him. He's a friend. We agree on 90% of the stuff that we talk about. And uh, The one thing they don't agree on? Hentai porn. I believe believe you said 99%. Jason likes tentacles. It went down by 9%. Uh, He likes the etchy where the girls' uh, vaginas turn into big dicks. I might be wrong on that. I can't remember if that's somebody corrected. Oh, Lolly, I, I I made a <laughs> there is I know is I made a joke about this on Twitter and somebody corrected me, and they were it's like an ANCAP telling you how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could follow that Twitter feed at ANCAP Lolly Dicks. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh no! So, Trust me, yeah, I've no. been doing this since oh, I. Wow. So back when I was a leftist, I only did anti-war. But once I started Tenth Amendment Center in 2006, mm. I have had literally more opposition from ANCAPs than I've gotten from yeah. the far left. And by left. the way, ANCAPs, I love you. Like I said, I view myself as as 99% ANCAP. So ANCAPs, so I love you. Don't be scared off by these I'm two status shitheads. No, but as, as, a, as, a group, <laughs> as a group, you guys you need to friends. tighten it no, up I a mean, little like, bit. I mean, like, I'm friends with ANCAPs. Yeah, yeah like, of course. No, yeah. They're, they're, that's the thing is that the cool ones, the ones who, like, legitimately will have a conversation with no. you is fine. What I'm saying is those of you in that camp who like to go around and talk to everybody about how much smarter you are than everybody else? Uh, you're not any smarter than anybody else. Right. The fa- I've read all the books that you've read. Right, you're okay? encyclopedic knowledge. You're, you're not any. You're not any more well versed or well read than I am. And okay? economy and state was not yeah, easy, but we right. got through exactly. it. <laughs> you know, th- those books are complicated and 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 frustrating at times. But they're every. We've all read them, so you don't know anything that I don't know. And, uh, and I just get, I get really frustrated with the fact that there's, there's no, it's almost like, oh, I've read these books. So now I know everything. Well, that's, I I think a common problem. You know, a lot of theory. It gets back to what we were talking about in regards to vaccines. There's something different between talking about something in theory. And then what do we do in the current infrastructure right now? That's what you were talking about, Jason. Well, and it's also, look, people like, you know, 
libertarianism, even though it's got this rep as being like this nerdy fucking thing, is honestly, when you see it put into practice, when you, when you actually do read up, you actually become very excited about it because it is once you get into the theory and because you can see it play out in so many so many aspects of everyday life, the economy, education, the government. It's amazing to see it actually take place. And you when you start to learn the theories behind it, you see it and you go, holy fuck, man, like I am hashtag woke. And that is exciting. So I can get why these people are so encouraged to be like, let me tell you something why you're wrong. Right. But it's like all you do is end up uh, end up acting like the fucking um, who are those black dudes that were yelling at the uh, that were yelling at the uh, the kids from the MAGA hat kid. Fucking yeah, what yeah, those no kids. Sure about, yeah. You know, high like, school. Yeah, the yeah. whoever the black Adventists or the black Israelites, you end up sounding like a black Israelite because you're just spouting your your shit that no one understands. Number one, and you're not winning any converts. No, so rein that shit in. Become yeah. more likable. Stop being a. It's like being a, a cultist rather than somebody that has We're, a logical perspective. I really which is do what believe. Libertarianism is. I do believe that it's like if the if people who do this could do what you're recommending, be more likable. Find common ground. And I know that's people. kind of a crazy thing to say. Well, like people I mean, like some, some people how they approach things. Of course, they learn and they realize that this is a better strategy to win people over over time. For people who are willing to do that, yeah, do it. But otherwise, keep hammering on libertarians and keep hammering <laughs> yeah. on allies and friends. Yeah, yeah right. Then you're right. not fucking up the whole keep, movement keep for everybody else. Keep focusing on the internal drama yeah, yeah, yeah. of the of party. Who doesn't like who? Yeah, and who doesn't like? Yeah, and who's right? And who's yeah. who's a real libertarian and who isn't? Right. You guys keep focusing on that, and all of us who are really going to create some change and some forward progress. We'll be focusing on the outside. Yeah, make friends, just, not fucking yeah. enemies. And you say this, I know. Like we, look, we all talk about that. Make friends, not enemies. You're, I mean, you're not helping. You can be right all day long, right? Be right all day long. But if you're just pissing people the fuck off, they're gonna walk away from that conversation as right as you are, going fuck that guy, yeah. flipping you off. I'm gonna go the opposite way out of spite, especially yeah. now in today's yeah. world where people are so ego, like just ego driven. You know, I want to be right. My whole social persona depends on me being right. I put all my thoughts out on Twitter for the last five fucking years. Yeah, who's winning this, somebody this over? Position, you right? know, a Twitter debate. It's you know, it hard to get somebody to change their mind now. You know, I, I look at Chris Cantwell. I mean, that dude used no, to talk yeah. shit on me all day. Really? All, oh, yeah. He used to he used to like just pick fights with me on Twitter and shit. And, back when and he was a libertarian? Out. Yeah. Well, well, back before he went to prison. So, <laughs> you know. Back before he now was he, chanting Jews will not replace he went, us. He went to jail, so fuck him. He was, you know, he I'm was the winner. Someone's up, fucking him. Yeah, well, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, my point is is that, dude, that's the type of hate and discontent and that 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 doesn't move the message forward. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. help anybody. It doesn't help us. And I know we're picking on ANCAPs, but it's, it, truthfully, it's anybody who chooses to take a a, a, a combative position when they're discussing the ideas. Mm. What you should be you should. You should come across in any discussion as the absolute most reasonable person in the room. You, you keyed on the phrase, man, combative. People cannot, no one, you're not going to win anybody by being combative. You have to find a point of agreement and then build on that point of agreement. And then, but once you get, because once you get able to sign off on one aspect of, let's say, quote unquote, libertarian thinking without calling, don't fucking call it that. 
You know? Unless you can. Unless you can, yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't call it. But like you said, if you're combative, people instantly, their instinct is yeah. to is to reject it, is to put up their boundaries and, and be defensive. If you come at it and say, you know what, I agree with you, but here's my take on it, and here's why I think it can work differently and more effectively from a different perspective. Like, for example, the, uh, the leading opponents that we've found, at least in my work on marijuana legalization, has always been libertarians who say it doesn't go far enough. If it doesn't go all the way, if you don't get pure liberty in one step, we're going to oppose it. It's right. a purist test all the time. Uh, Seriously? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, one thing that I learned as a former Marxist and leftist, and I know all of us realize that the leftists are freaking nuts, but one thing that I learned back in those days was coalition building, Dr- setting aside differences on everything but one issue, because you know if you work with other people, you can get shit done. And I think a lot of libertarians, because they see the, the barrel of the gun of government in every situation, they have a hard time setting that aside on yeah. certain things to accomplish something. But that that well, look, ends up being a negative quality. It look, really hurts loves, the effort. Everybody loves a good one night stand. And that's what we got to like, look, as libertarians, we have to embrace the one night stand philosophy. It's There's not a lot of emotion that goes into somebody that. out. It's There's not just trying to bang somebody out for one night. You both have a good time. You go your separate ways. We need to do that on more fucking issues. Let's, what if you let's fall in love it during to spring break? The cause. You've never That's fallen an in. interesting analogy, but I don't disagree. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. We I, I have to actually wake up. There are some sponsors. No, Jason. You said no, 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 wait, no, you tomorrow to ten, do a show. Empty, this kind of money. Fucking so. minutes ago. Fifteen minutes ago. Stapleton goes. Hey man, uh, I can go all night. Right, now, now, oh, now I have to. I have to take a leak. I have oh, to well, well, too. Yeah, we're gonna we tell one stop. more thing. Okay, we're doing go one ahead. more topic. Go ahead. This will be just for the bonus show. I'm gonna put all this other shit's regular show. This okay. is just for the so bonus this show. This is where we're making the cut, and all you losers who are not part of the insider the, group. Yes, the Lions of Liberty you're, Pride. You're not Clearly, Jason is not a member. And the best part is gonna come right now. Yeah. So sponsored by LionsOfLiberty.com/slash/coffee. LionsofLiberty.com slash coffee. From Anarcho Coffee, after we, uh, after his talking shit on Anarchist. We'll next, back uh, after next, traffic next time on I the come eights. in and we do one of these, I'm going to bring all my advertising stuff and I'm just going to read ads. <laughs> <laughs> you should program <laughs> into your board. I'm just going to plug my own stuff just, in just there. Just hit ads on your, on your fucking right. board yeah, throughout hang it. Hang on. Don't, yeah. don't all right. Anyway, yeah. hold on. Let me wrap the show officially. We'll go to the bonus content. So guys, that's it. Uh, we're going to wrap the show here. You guys got to join lionsofliberty.com forward slash Patreon or even better, patreon.com forward slash lionsofliberty. Join the pride. You're going to hear the bonus content that we're about to do now. want to thank my guests, Jason Stapleton, my buddy here from the Jason Stapleton program. Sir, thank you for coming out, getting drunk, and talking some shit. Thank you, buddy. And, of course... The late, I also said the late great, like you were dead. dead. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear me all say that? Wow. You guys all caught that. It was like rolled off the top. Brian tongue. actually just traveled from that the was future. Easy, man. <laughs> and he's here to tell me something. Oh, shit. The great Michael Bolden, who I adore from the 10th Amendment Center, guys, go support his work. Michael, thank you. I love you as well. And thank you for hosting <laughs> this affair. I just well. like being at home, to be honest. That yeah, and nice. we like being yeah, in nice your home. This is the first time I've been here since you were away. Place, I would go to the place. Apex Here's any the Oh, you got a great pad. Oh, it's all, I you? Oh, I don't Shit. care. That's all right. It's it's all uh, it's all hardwood floors and everything. That's yeah, the problem. That, it's super uh, echoey dude, in there. I, I'm yeah. dealing with that with my apartment right now. I got to put yeah. rugs down like this. But, uh, but anyway, really, that's really gonna do it. But yeah, thank I'm you for hosting, man. That. This is the first time I've been in your apartment when you were awake, so it's good to be here. 
you <laughs> when you know about it. Uh, but no, that's wow. it, guys. Lions of Liberty, thanks to you guys. Reminding you to listen to Mark on Mondays with in-depth interviews with the uh, leaders of the Libertarian Movement. John Odie Matt on Fridays with Felony Fridays. And that's going to do it, guys. From me, Brian McWilliams, from Michael Bolden, from Jason Stapleton, from the Lions of Liberty, and from Electric Liberty Land, always stay plugged into liberty. <laughs> <laughs>